back with the laid back episode, folks. You know what? Grab your extra large come and go diet Dr. Pepper and settle Nobody in. Nobody knows what that is except for Arkansas, like North Arkansas people. Okay, sorry, 7 <laughs> Eleven. We do Speedway here. Um, well, nobody knows what that is the, except I know. Central Indiana. Except so. literally Indiana. Why are gas stations like this? <laughs> I'm a big fan Why? of Loves. Loves is more national. I think I've seen like one Loves. I'm a gas station snob. Here. High key. I, I kind of am too. Like I, when I'm here, I will only go to Speedway. And then when I'm in Arkansas, I feel like I will only go to Valero. I, uh... I live across from a come and go, so. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> Any gas stations, if you want to sponsor us? I'm starting a new we, gas uh... station podcast. It's called <laughs> Just review Gas all Me the gas Up. Stations. And we, ah! we review gas stations. Uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we will definitely take <laughs> all of your evil oil money. <laughs> Money's money, man. Money. <laughs> I'll donate 5% of it to clean energy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> wow. Okay. I can't believe we turned into just a gas station. We're corporate us. sellouts. <laughs> we we could uh, uh, just some ideas. I love I love the the title um, gas me up. I also love we're pumped. Oh, pumped is good. We're pumped. Uh-huh. Um maybe also just like a what what do gas stations have other than gas and snacks i'm so sorry everyone <laughs> welcome to cinema rolls the podcast about gas stations we have gas <laughs> <laughs> okay we can cut to um to music there do we have to we can keep talking about gas stations as long as you want oh good all right Okay, I'm Sarah, and that's Sarah. I'm Sarah. If, if this is your first time with <laughs> us, uh, we are Cinema Rolls, the podcast about two best uh, friends cinema. suffering. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we're trying to chill this week. Yeah, we had a week of utter distress and chaos, mm-hmm. um, so I would like to thank all of you for the condolences that you've given us after our Oscar episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate it. We got a lot of sympathy <laughs> from it. <laughs> My life's not that bad, but man. Uh-uh. Um, I, w- we mentioned last week that we were going <laughs> to put out a video <laughs> of our oscars reactions mm-hmm. um we did put the audio of our of our reactions into the podcast um if you've noticed we haven't put out a video one because it seemed like the day after the oscars everyone just kind of like gave up on everything and nobody cared yeah. anymore um and two it was genuinely traumatizing for me to try and edit <laughs> that video together because <laughs> i kept reliving all the moments and just getting angry yeah, so we're not putting it out, and you know what? Yeah, but it's, it's fine. fine. You don't pay for we this. Don't... <laughs> we can actually do whatever we want. <laughs> that is the true joy of this amateur podcast. 
can have a whole minute where we talk about gas stations. I don't have to be a corporate shill. <laughs> wow. Ta- you know what? On second thought, gas stations, keep all your dirty oil money. We don't want it. We want to be able to talk about whatever we want to talk about. But if and you want to give week- us money, please give us money. I'm so poor. Yeah, I, I wouldn't turn down but money in- yes, at all. Yes, this so week fine. we are talking about... <laughs> Prequel, sequels, reboots, and remakes. Did I get them all? Yay! Um, as you all may know, if you have followed along with any of our podcasts, I work at a video rental store, because those exist, mm-hmm. and uh, our prequel, sequel, reboots, and remakes section is the largest section in our store and constantly growing. In fact, wow. I, I added like five different franchises to that wall this this past week and i just didn't understand why i had to put sherlock holmes up there because of that stupid will ferrell movie that's coming oh my gosh (laughs) that won like 15 razzies like worst movie of the year by far i believe it i cannot don't understand why that exists uh, and i think it's a disgrace to robert downey jr um yeah that we i don't know if it's a popular movies, yeah but... i don't know if it's a popular like uh opinion but i thought those movies were awesome uh, yeah, i was I a huge fan of those too. when i was in high school yeah um i was very um into marvel cinematic universe's choice to bring the sherlocks together Mm -hmm. and have tony stark and benedict cumberbatch opposite each other that was um the peak sherlock moment in my opinion and we didn't have to have this will ferrell movie after that but it was the most sherlocky sherlockian thing that had ever happened (sighs) yeah so you know the point is they do just keep making the same movies, don't they? There was another Robin Hood this year. Why? There was another Robin Hood, and... It was, by all accounts, terrible. <laughs> so, like, why did we need that? We didn't. The answer is we didn't. Why did but... we need that? Money. Oh. Money. And that... You know what? I'm sensing a theme here in <laughs> this episode, which is just money. Because sometimes, sometimes they grab for that money and they also decide to do a fantastic job. Yes, which, you know, good for them. I understand. They got to pay their folks. That's fine. Um, Get paid, you know? Yeah, so we're just going to kind of go through some famous franchises um, mm-hmm. and some of our favorite sequels. And um, and some of our least favorite Yeah, and just uh, yak sequels. it up, man. Um, and we probably are not going to talk about your favorite franchise in this episode we probably won't talk about um a lot about of franchises you might love because there's a lot of them yeah we would be here all day we would be doing a longer episode than our spider-man episode and that was and nobody listened to that (laughs) spider-man episode everyone was like you know what everybody listened to parts of it yes that's all and you know what again we don't we don't do this for the money (laughs) You know, the we, fame. Do this, <laughs> we do this in all honesty to make sure we catch up with each other mm-hmm. and talk to each other every now and then. <laughs> We're busy, guys. All right. We're busy. Mm-hmm. We're busy trying to keep up with all of these prequels and sequels and reboots and remakes. Okay. So first things first, y'all are going to, um, this is, I think, the franchise 
Yeah, it was when we were tossing out ideas. This was the obvious, like, very first thing that came to everybody's mind. Ever by everybody, I mean us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Um, I think the ultimate of like just keeps going. Yep. <laughs> it just keeps happening. Um, the originals, I think, are often hailed as one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Agreed. And then even within that trilogy, the greatest sequel of all time. Yeah, with The Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. which Absolutely. nobody expected to be half as dark or yeah. as twisty <laughs> as it was at the time. Yeah. It had almost a Last Jedi-esque reaction Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. from a lot of people, but it has since, you know, become truly one of the greatest sequels of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then they did the prequels. And that was horrible. And we got uh, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> we got Midichlorians. <laughs> oh, man. We did, though, get Darth Maul. Yeah, that was a really cool lightsaber fight, man. And then later, and apparently we have him again. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So they did the prequels, and... That being said, obviously, The Phantom Menace is trash. Universally awful. Just trash. Um, But I will say, might be an unpopular opinion, I think that uh, the uh, clone... Oh, gosh. Attack of the Clones. (laughs) I am a a fake fan. I almost said Clone Wars, and I was like, that's wrong. That's a whole separate thing. (laughs) It's like, that's the animated scary ones. Those freak me out. Those are creepy. I do not like the the animation style. The animation scares me. Anyway, that's uh, another thing. That is not, that's just a whole separate part of the franchise that we won't even touch today. Um, But the Attack of the Clones, I think, is the most underrated of the prequels. Um... I used to watch that one a lot um, because yeah. it had, I was a kid when they came out. Yeah, right, um, right. And so I, I used to watch that one a lot. We had a VHS yeah. of it, and I watched it quite yeah. a bit. I mean... I think of the prequels, that is the one that I, I think I've watched that exponentially more than the other two of the prequels. Someone gets their not face for, melted. Yeah, if not for any reason other than, um, you know, Padme being like a superhero mm-hmm. and uncuffing herself from that prison in that dome coliseum mm-hmm. war that happens with the jedi and the clones it's just that's that's a that's a good little set piece there mm-hmm. um so you know that's the one thing that saves <laughs> all of it for me um and then now we're in the midst of another trilogy um so i do love the new uh the new ones i do too i'm a big fan i feel like especially since i'm now in a place where i can really analyze and enjoy them like as an adult it's yeah it's cool because you know i was kind of too young to go see star wars in theaters when it when the Mm -hmm. prequels came out so the prequels weren't really like my star wars and then Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. older ones obviously i watched them but they 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 were old right right so um, um I kind of feels... do feel like they're my Star Wars. And I think that they're doing like a really cool thing as far as like sequels and reboots and all that goes where there really has been this like trilogy for multiple generations. Right. Um I feel like there are a lot of movies where like a movie comes out and a year later they're like we're rebooting it mm-hmm. and you're like no 
this I'm still there are still toys in these stores from your last one right like, this makes no sense whereas like my dad was a fan of you know the originals and then he like I'm pretty sure those were the first real movies I saw yeah and he passed those down to me and then I was able to like grow up with the prequels and th- now I'm older and the sequels are giving me the kind of theatrical hype that I never got right exactly exactly and that's so cool definitely so I agree. yeah and Ray obviously is a huge inspiration to me and a, an amazing character for me to get to experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, seeing her on the screen has been so special for me yes um, and even as you know a grown adult like Force Awakens came out in 2016 I was graduating high school Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm a grown woman, and I still find her to be such an inspiring character and such yeah. a great piece of representation for young mm-hmm. girls. Um, and I love Daisy Ridley. Yeah, no, absolutely. She very much has the same energy um, as just, like, what Princess Leia gave so many girls. Yes. And I remember Princess Leia was the first time that I ever saw. There was a, a tweet earlier this week where someone, um, it's a such a pure thread, um, where someone asked women to send them the first character or woman or whatever um that showed them that women can be angry yeah in a valid way um and my instant response was princess leia Mm -hmm. um and i looked at the responses there are so many great ones and she appeared a lot but it's true like there's that energy of being like hey Here's this great example of this leader and this, like, feisty woman. Yeah. Um, and also, now, here's Ray, who it's like, she's not royalty. Like, she's not, you know, I'm a, a big, princess. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm a big fan of the fact that Leia evolved from a princess to a general. Yes. That was... My favorite Disney princess, honestly. <laughs> Mine, too. Mine, too. Um, um, but there are also these side stories, that Star Wars is doing. This is such a symptom of Disney. It makes me sick to my stomach. It is. It it absolutely is. And I for I I got um, a little hopeful, a, a new hope, if you will. <laughs> um, uh, with the first one, I I pre- I liked Rogue One. I loved Rogue One a lot. I'm a big one, defender yeah. of Rogue One. Yeah, um, me too. And I thought, okay, well, if they're going to do these side stories that no one really asked. for, for mm-hmm. at least if they're like this i'm down yeah I'm, I'm in you know i will watch these i will ride the disney ride whatever you want me to do i'll do it yes and then um, but then yeah academy award nominated film solo <laughs> a star wars story which which first no of all, one asked for still to this day i'm like why did they why yeah no why did they call it, it solo why did they call it Solo and then tell us, oh, that's not actually his name? That was... Remember that? Oh, don't even get me started. That scene made me die a little inside. Oh, can we, we left, discuss? We left the theater and I was like, that was verifiably so bad. Can we discuss Disney firing Lord and Miller from Solo and then Lord and Miller taking Disney's almost every year guaranteed Oscar for best animated film for Spider-Man Tell you in the what, same year. I will support Honestly, those men. Wow. Okay, Lord and Miller. So this is a good topic to bounce off to. Yeah. Lord and Miller are constantly sh- given these reboot, 
super yeah. franchisey, very like could yeah. go so cheesy and meaningless and stupid movies. Mm-hmm. Um, with things like Lego and mm-hmm. um, and they never and Spider-Man. do in Spider Man. Yeah, and they, they they took they looked at the Spider Man script and said, "Didn't we already make this movie like six times?" Yeah, and they were like, "No, we are going to tell Miles' story." Like they made that choice. Yeah. And, and they and even they, had yeah. they even had Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. which that that was one of their first big films, um, big studio films, and it yeah. was a reboot. Yeah. It, it was a remake of like an old TV show, and they they are so meta, so self aware. Yep. Every single movie they make is so meta and very self aware, mm-hmm. which is something that I really admire. Like a good piece yeah. of parody or a good piece of satire. Oh yeah, absolutely. That and is done like in in that special way where it doesn't feel forced and yes. it genuinely just feels pure and yeah because yeah, out of like because you can't be like that if you didn't have a genuine love and respect for the story and they very obviously do lord and miller's 21 jump street <laughs> i watched every single weekend for the entire year of ninth grade it was that's me and my best friend's favorite movie. We could quote every single line. And I think what a lot of people forget about that movie is it's not just a goofy comedy. And there's lots mm-hmm. of funny gags, like when they do the street drug that they're investigating and they're mm-hmm. hallucinating and being weird. There's lots of funny gags. But there's a lot of very, very good commentary on remakes and reboots mm-hmm. um, woven in there. And yeah. it's so awesome. And the second one does it yeah. really well, too. I have friends that think the second one's better than the first. Yeah. I mean, they start um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with, all right, let's do this one more time. Mm -hmm. They literally are just like, we know, we've done this a lot, but we're going to just just one more time. And then they do it like six more times Mm -hmm. in one movie. And they just, it's because they have a respect for the story. Yeah. Um, And then, and, and you can almost tell in Solo, the scenes where you're like, okay, Lord and Miller had a hand in that. And then the scenes where you're like, and that got away from their initial vision of this movie. (laughs) What happened? The scene, even when he gets his name, is almost bad enough to be like a Lord and Miller thing. And you know that they would have handled it a different way. Oh, yeah. And made it much better. But there's so many jokes that just fall completely flat in that film because you can tell that Laura and Miller were building something and... And Ron Howard didn't... Which I love Ron Howard. I do. I love him. Yeah. But he took Solo so seriously. Yeah, it's not that deep. Yeah, where I'm like, uh, this is now a movie that I not only didn't ask for, but I I don't want it. You can have it. You can keep it. Take it back please yeah i will return it to you like i don't want this movie yeah but lord and miller do that weird like very corporate like franchisey stuff very well and i so so do we agree that any sequel ever from now on should just be written and directed by lord and miller yes great okay i agree actually any remake or reboot (laughs) that's my yeah all remakes or reboots should be lord and miller Um, every single one of them guys uh, we know you have a lot of free time, <laughs> so get cracking. Um, <laughs> we have ideas. If we if if they wanted to remake a Star Is Born, <laughs> I'd take it. I would take I'd be that. Fine with it. Um, speaking of a Star Is Born, <laughs> so this was a particular point that I made a lot during award season. That okay. it just really made me furious uh, that this movie has been made like six times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
and here's it's so interesting because of how many people don't realize that though like it's almost as if a movie comes out and like misses an audience and so a few years later they go okay we got to do it again because they didn't just quite like it the first Mm -hmm. time and then they do it again and it you know misses another you know audience and then they go okay well you know this kind of got overlooked last time so let's let's do it again but bigger yeah (laughs) you're like no that doesn't we didn't want it here's the letterbox review of the week from brat pitt yes my fave pretty bold to make the entire theme of your movie to create something new and um (laughs) original with your art when (laughs) this is the fourth remake (laughs) and has nothing new or original to say I just don't understand, like, why, I don't know, I just, I've had people come into the store and say, um, do you have the original Star is Born, and I have to look at them and go, which one? Mm-hmm. And they just don't even realize, like, they don't even realize, the first one wasn't even a musical, <laughs> so, like, you know that that happened, and then they mm-hmm. were like, oh, we gotta add some songs to it to make people be more into it, like, mm-hmm. why? why i don't know that's Gosh. just i think i think their purpose in that is their they think that if they make it bigger the next time that more people will like the story and that's not no. always the and case. that story's been told a million times yeah did you ever see country it, strong yeah, right <laughs> that may be Honestly, really heavy i prefer that one yeah, yeah. i prefer country a strong one. Had some great songs in there that I like. As like a little high schooler, was like I relate to this one <laughs> about this like famous country performer. Yes. Yeah. I just I don't know. I I saw um or someone said that they almost wanted A Star Is Born to get the Oscar just because maybe just maybe it getting the Oscar would mean they didn't have to remake it anymore. Oh my god. But gosh. since it didn't, we're gonna get another one in a few years. Yeah, and it's gonna be about a dubstep DJ and Oh my goodness. And her uh druggy boyfriend yeah. who goes to raves. Oh good. Yes. <laughs> a star is born but oh I was gonna try and make a dubstep noises joke, but I can't do that. Like you can't make like a dubstep I can't I can't make mouth. that with my mouth, so I don't know why I, I was gonna try know. it. I don't even know how, like, no. <laughs> um, I saw a clip of Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson singing uh, Shallow, and mm-hmm. I love that Brie Larson had no idea what the words were. I was like, yeah. girl. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Lady Gaga uh, noises. Yes. <laughs> love it. Um, so let's uh, go <laughs> just straight off to the, another side of, of the, the yeah. cinematic world um, and talk about Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, um, I actually yeah. saw some lists that said that they didn't think that Lord of the Rings should be in a, like, sequels category because all three of the pieces are parts of a whole. No, absolutely. Um, I think Lord of the... And, and I think when I think Lord of the Rings, which I think this is interesting when things do trilogies, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, should you con- consider them as, like, a sequel, like, moment or, like, as a trilogy? And I think it's fine to consider, like, individual movies within the trilogy as, as sequels. No doubt. Um, but I think that as far as Lord of the Rings goes, yeah, I also consider the trilogy of Lord of the Rings as one thing. 
And then I also consider cinematic-wise the trilogy of The Hobbit as a separate thing. Like, almost like that Yeah, since they put, like, a 150-page book into three movies. And you can feel every moment of that. Yeah, we're not Hobbit fans on this podcast, y'all. Not a Hobbit fan. I love Bilbo so much. Mm-hmm. I do. The Hobbit is the only book out of that series that I actually read, interestingly enough. Well, yeah. I, Who's going to yeah. sit through all of Lord of the Rings? Gross. I have all of them. I have, like, a beautiful box set. We're of, not like, losers. We, we have things well, to do. We can't be reading Lord of the Rings <laughs> all the time. Podcasts okay? to record. Um, we have Oscars to watch. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we, we're not the Hobbit fans. Um, they just... They really did stretch that out Mm -hmm. and they tried so hard to make it as epic of um a cinematic experience as lord of the rings and it was not the cgi was bad they kept adding scenes that were completely unnecessary um it definitely fails my uh hour and a half long rule oh (laughs) well yeah but so does lord of the rings i was about to say some of y'all have never sat through the extended versions of the entire lord of the rings trilogy with your family for a weekend straight and it shows (laughs) (laughs) like i did that multiple times with my family and we really bonded wow we really did wow i think it's time for a lord of the rings (laughs) rewatch maybe so yeah i Um, i am a huge fan of there's a lot of great moments i am no man you know yes like there there's some great moments and some powerful ladies and i I do love it it is just way too long for my taste i will always fall asleep y'all think that vigo mortensen and did world hate with green book y'all really missed him as aragorn in return of the king huh he was wonderful yeah (laughs) <laughs> that is his best white savior role. <laughs> I'm sorry, Green Book. <laughs> and of course, Orlando Bloom as Legolas, one of oh my first my crushes. Gosh. Yes. Woof. I remember. Um, I was like, this is the first time I've ever seen a man be pretty. Yes. I remember watching Lord of the Rings thinking he was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Didn't know who Orlando Bloom was before I watched Lord of the Rings. Um, and really, then, I got him in Pirates. I no, I didn't. I no, I didn't. I mean, I, like, I started with Lord of the Rings very young, and mm-hmm. I only knew him from there. And I um, saw a picture of him, the actor, in J Fourteen magazine. Wow! <laughs> and yeah, a vibe. Did you was... tear out the posters and put them on your wall? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I really thought that he was a man with long blonde hair in real life. Oh, was sorely disappointed when I that found hurts. out he wasn't. I know. And I looked at that picture and went, that's not him. That's so sad. And I felt my first real sense of just utter disappointment in an actor. Yep. <laughs> Do you not understand? That was your best look, honey. <laughs> I'm like, why doesn't he have pointing, pointed ears in real life? <laughs> I don't understand. Man. Okay, oh, so human. another franchise that I think Hot Take uh, only has two good movies Okay, is Jurassic Park. Okay, I have to admit something here. I think I have only seen half of the first one. Oh my goodness. It. I know, right? I've never... I, listen, See, the way your family only... was about um, yeah. 
about Lord of the Rings is how mine was about Jurassic Park. We would watch okay. them all the time. We had a VHS of them at the lake house, and we would watch it every okay. time we went to the lake. It's I've got very fond memories. Is it that is that a, is like the original? Is that a trilogy? Um, right? yes, yes. Okay, so you got Jurassic so only, Park. Yeah, got it. Um, the Lost World, and then um, is it just is it just called Jurassic Park Three? just to say <laughs> i think it's just called jurassic part three so the t- I love, and then I, I hate it when trilogy titles by the way are just like different formats yes <laughs> where i never like understand. freaking fast and furious get yes. out i never i'm like what fast Which and one furious comes next i don't fast and know furious, tokyo drift oh wait no too fast too furious yeah fast and furious tokyo drift fast five and then wait. there's like fate of the furious because fate rhymes with eight i can't that one <laughs> had a post malone never- song that was pretty good on the soundtrack you, it just doesn't make any sense to me no <laughs> like it is n- i don't know bananas. how order these come in <laughs> no that's so that's so nuts i think i like one two and three good um, see a single one of those either yeah no so jurassic park the only two good ones and notice i didn't even mention the worlds because they're horrible oh really um I love. I mean, Chris Pratt doesn't just absolutely save <laughs> the entire franchise. Nope, nope, still sucks. Oh, it is horrible. Good. He and Bryce Dallas Howard are like statues speaking to each other. They have no chemistry. I've noticed that even in the trailers, I'm like, this seems there's uncomfortable. there's so many laughable scenes. The dinosaurs have no grace. They're just roving murder monsters. Like the first one has this real, you know, appreciation for the wildlife and they're like, wow, you know, yeah. there's the scene with the brontosaurus and the da, da, da. you get the whole yeah. orchestra. Uh-huh. I mean, it's amazing. It's such a cinematic moment where you, they're just appreciating these beautiful creatures. Mm-hmm. And then in Jurassic World, they are just murder monsters. They're stabbing people mm-hmm. to death and catching pterodactyls are catching things and then uh-huh. I mean, everything is eating everything. It doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. There's just That's no, good. there's no respect. But yeah, so the worlds are awful. Um, mm-hmm. But Jurassic Park 3, I am a staunch defender of. It is the most ridiculous film. It has the famous part where uh, Alan Shepard is dreaming. I think it's Shepard. I hope it's Shepard. Whatever. Alan Grant. His last name's Grant. Dr. Grant. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, Sarah. Alan Shepard is an astronaut. Um, <laughs> he's on a plane uh-huh. and he's sleeping and he's dreaming and he wakes up and the, a velociraptor is on the plane looking at him and goes alan and then he actually wakes up it's like a fake out it's so stupid it's really really <laughs> I'm bad i'm just gonna have to take your word for this one um but i love it yeah so jurassic park is one of those that has continued to make movies, even though there really hasn't been a solid one since the first. Okay. Yeah. It seems like at this point, um, there's, like, we can, we're going to talk about a lot of, like, motives for why people would reboot things. Um, and <laughs> this one, to me, just seems like it's just for the roller coasters. Yeah, the roller coasters and 100% for the money, man. Like, yeah, just for the toys and the <clears throat> roller coasters. And some, you can tell, you're like, this is just for the toys and the roller coasters. Oh, they man. don't care about the movies at all. It's it's bad, man. And uh, it is just for money, and y'all went and gave it to them like fools. Because they have made yeah. so much money off every single one. Which they're gonna keep doing, because they're gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how good the original is. 
They, they keep making them. <laughs> and people keep, keep coasting on that goodwill. Uh-huh. So, um, speaking of Disney, those dadgum sequel addicts. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, Toy <laughs> Story is one that I'm very frustrated that there's going to be another one. It felt like they really tied that in a really pretty bow and ended it with Toy Story 3 in a really great way. Like, I really thought that it ended really well. Like, there are not a ton of trilogies that I think genuinely did end it, like, perfectly. But I think Mm -hmm. they did. Oh, me too. In the best way that they could have ended such a beautiful story. And then they decided to keep going. I'm, I'm highly frustrated. And, like... Something that I've seen a lot um, from people that I absolutely agree is that instead of making all these live-action remakes and spending, you know, dropping $200 million budgets on them, um, what Disney should be doing is going back and remastering um, their old, or like Disney Pixar films Mm -hmm. into the fidelity that we have today and then re-releasing it. You look at the new Toy Story trailers and they're insane. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it is rendered in such high fidelity. And if they would yeah. just if they would just take because you can cuz the old Toy Stories were very like, you know, the the beginning of their animation journey. Yeah, they were not they scared yeah, me a little bit. They were not good. Those toys were freaky. Yeah. No, for the, real. The eyes on those things? Yeah, but they were still beautiful stories. So you can make that 2D animation is timeless, which is why mm. they shouldn't be remaking these into live actions. Yeah. But um computer generated if you can get it to the fidelity of like a Coco mm-hmm. and Incredibles, mm-hmm. um you make it darn near timeless Mm -hmm. and that's what they should be investing their money into but Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion if they want to leave toy story looking a little creepy for the rest of forever that's yeah i mean you know there's some sort of nostalgia that comes with that Mm -hmm. um speaking of incredibles i did not like the second one i really loved the first one Uh and i i mean the best fantastic four movie ever right Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, we don't even want to talk about Fantastic Four. I do, I, I don't, We're not going to talk about Fantastic Four. I don't feel like getting, like, Oscar-level angry this <laughs> this week, and I absolutely will if we discuss Fantastic Four, because I love chill. that story so much. I love that story so much, and they keep ruining it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they keep messing it up. But anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, so, like, incredible, there were, there was, like, what, over ten, or there were ten, there's ten years between the first and the second Incredibles, and there was so much weight, and so much hype, and I just was so disappointed. It picked up Um, right where they left off, it was so bizarre. It did, it did. They could have done some really new, cool things, Violet goes Mm -hmm. to college. Right? Wow, imagine that. Like, some yeah. really cool new things, and they decided not to But do it that. still felt like the exact same story mm-hmm. to me. Like, it... It was it, the exact same story, just gender it, swapped. And I was just like, do we just... Yeah, but then he still had to save her at the end, so... Ugh, <laughs> so what are we doing, you know? So, I don't know. Um, well, she has to save watch... him at the end of Incredibles. From Syndrome. That's true. If you recall. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. We just... We waited a long time between those and so i don't know if there's like a sweet spot or like what's better or like when they're about 50 50 on the sequels i would say on pixar 
Because, you know, things like Cars 2 was horrible. And, I mean, they're about 50-50 on the sequels. So, just speaking of um, those franchises that just seem like they're derailing into who knows where, Mm -hmm. um, what are they doing with X-Men? You know... Like, what? Like, I just... I saw the trailer for for the Dark Phoenix, and it just seems like they already made this... With The Last Stand, and they're just making it again with younger versions of those characters. Yeah, um, I find it, I mean, Screen Junkies, their first segment about it was like, there were a ton of spoilers in the Dark Phoenix trailer. Like, it pretty much spoiled the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I I loved the X-Men movies so much. Um, I even was real. I was even really into like when they started doing just like the like prequels of like the younger X Men, mm-hmm. and I even was into um, Days of Future Past. I thought Days of Future I, Past was awesome. I usually don't love like like a movie where time travel is a central plot line, mm-hmm. um, but I really enjoyed that one um, mostly because um, Kitty Pride is my favorite superhero of all time, mm-hmm. but. I don't know what they're doing anymore. Like, I genuinely, like, do... Like, I mean, Apocalypse you, was terrible. Like, I could genuinely not tell you right now, like, where all of the characters stand in that universe. No, like, it's very confusing. what is happening. Like, I don't know what's going on. Didn't they erase everything that happened? And then what <laughs> like, about... So, and New Mutants has been pushed back, like, 14 times. Yeah, so I And I've been excited about on that here. one particularly, because I'm a horror fan. Yeah, so I don't know what's I don't know what's going on here. Um, I also apparently had been completely unaware of the timeline this entire time because apparently the time span between um, between uh, oh gosh, what's his face, the Split Man, the um, James McAvoy. Ja- okay, this timeline Professor apparently X. between James McAvoy, Professor X, and Patrick Stewart, Professor X, is apparently eight years <laughs> or something like that. Um, what? And as we know. That had an eight-year age gap. No. <laughs> so I, so a lot of people were like, "So what is this?" Now I will say, like, Deadpool has been making X Men cool again. That is true. I would be a fine lot of if they never made another X Men movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be fine if they never made another X Men movie. Just gave the rights to Deadpool, and they just appeared here and there. An X Force, yeah. <laughs> like I would be down for that. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Um, Transformers, bad. Uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay, bad. The first one actually was pretty cool, just to see like you know Transformers like on the big screen, and you know I never thought that I'd see that you know like in a movie before, and my little like nerd heart was super excited that the toys that I played with were like on a big screen. And the CGI at that point was groundbreaking. I mean, it was right. Pretty gnar. And it was a solid story, that very first one, you know? like Except it was... The weird... Wait. I mean, in the first one? In the first one, it was just, like, guy meets girl, guy's really nervous around girl, but he has this cool robot that helps him out. (laughs) And, like, it was sweet. And it was, like, they ended it with, like, a cute little sunset and, like, you know, with his little car. And, like, it was sweet. Um, After that... It Bad. just was very Michael Bay. Is, um, is the second one the one where there's a, some kind of weird sex robot? 
Yeah, there's like okay. the the weird robot where you're like, uh, so they 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 knew they had like a hot human, so they also needed a hot robot. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like they wanted to balance it out. I don't know what was Very up with weird. that. Um, I'm I, not... I will say though. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm just not a fan. I think it's all garbage, right. and it really makes me furious how much money they spend on those movies when they continue Absolutely. to Absolutely. I agree. I'm going to counter-argument and say that Bumblebee was one of my favorite movies last now, year. Yeah, Bumblebee is actually maybe bringing it back. Uh, Bumblebee is not directed by Michael Bay. Um, they did this really interesting thing where um, I don't know how much I love the choice, Bumblebee is in the same universe because it does explain Bumblebee's origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, it and it is in the same universe as as the Michael Bay films, but with a different director. I mm-hmm. almost wish that they had just gone off and just done an, a whole different thing and mm-hmm. said, "Okay, forget the Michael Bay movies. We're just going to try again." But I also understand why they were like. No, we've already set some, you know, some rules in this universe. We've already got this thing going. Let's just keep going and just try and make it better. Like, mm-hmm. I get both sides. But Bumblebee is so charming mm-hmm. and has actual emotion. And Haley Steinfeld, my queen, like, her. really saves that movie. Um, the guy in it. John Cena. Plays. No, no, John Cena. <laughs> Um, by the way john cena second time really surprising me in a movie role after blockers like wow such a meme i love him a lot um yes but the guy the other guy who plays with hailey steinfeld is the guy who plays um so in love simon his like guy best friend Mm -hmm. um it's it's him who plays uh hailey steinfeld's friend and his comedic timing is just so pure and just like it's it's Bumblebee's such a pure little movie, and it gives me so much hope for these beautiful little like alien robot things that I love so much. That were created to sell toys, and and then the they, the Transformers looked so good in mm-hmm. Bumblebee, like they looked incredible, and I think that that's just um, goes to show the wonders that switching directors can do for your franchise. Yep. Gosh dang it. Oof. Um, we, I think, would talk about Marvel in DC, but I think that's its own episode. And next week, uh, tune in for a special surprise, uh, reaction to Captain Marvel. So we're going to be very sleepy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, we're recording it as soon as we get home because I'm headed to New Orleans the next day. So, uh, and I will have seen it twice in one night. So we're we're gonna be uh can't relate to all that cash money honey but <laughs> a a list <laughs> <laughs> but i will be seeing it for sure yes um i think we should mention uh two of the most iconic movies followed by the absolute <laughs> worst sequel that you could get. Okay. Uh, mean Girls. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a truly iconic movie to have been followed by some weird, like, straight-to-DVD... Disney Channel original thing. garbage. It... Was it? I don't know. Was It wasn't Disney. Like, more it like, was... I mean, it, it could have been. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't exactly, but it could have been. Actually, I'll say more like a uh, 
Nickelodeon original film. Mm, yeah, that's more like it, yeah. Um, the, like, junior plastics and... Oh. I, I specifically remember, like, I, okay, I think I've tried to repress the memory of having seen this movie, but do I recall, like, that they tried to to remake that, like, the bus scene? Dude, I don't movie? even know. Um, I tragically, because my mother loves Redbox, I love Redbox too, we, we get a lot of Redbox movies when, when I'm <laughs> home, uh, she is a Redbox fanatic and she saw that Mean Girls 2 was at Redbox, I had never seen the original. Uh... My sister and I, you know, we were a little too young to see it when it came out um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in 2004. We were like, I was six, soon she was four, so yeah. Mm-hmm. A little too young for that movie. Um, so mom just rented Mean Girls 2 and had us watch it, and I was like, why do people like this? This is horrible. <laughs> and then a couple years later, my dad and I sat down, we had DVR'd Mean Girls, and we sat down uh-huh. and watched it together. My dad and I, uh-huh. which is so weird. That's so cute. And I love that. when it was, we had both, it was the first time we either of us had seen it, and we uh-huh. both belly laughed the entire time. And he looked at me after it was over, and he said, "You want to watch that again?" I can't believe that you watched Mean Girls two first. Isn't that horrible? What a nightmare! I'm so sorry. Like I am so sorry. Being I... a Generation Y or whatever is lame. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that, that second movie is like, we just kind of pretend it never happened, but it definitely did. And it, it was definitely horrible. happened. A tragedy. Oh um, and then, so they did Legally Blonde, mm-hmm. but then they did Legally Blonde 2, which I actually didn't hate. No, but it's not in, great. Right, but in comparison to they did Legally Blondes with the twins. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so bad. There's just this weird trend of like... This movie that these movies that feature like really strong groups of females mm-hmm. and them thinking that that means that they need to have a sequel of just younger females. Yeah. Like to be able to reach quote like younger females. When yeah. I'm to like, bring it to a new what? generation what? instead of <laughs> not remaking a perfect movie. I don't understand. I just I don't know. But, you know, just iconic, iconic movies, iconic remakes. Um I, I think that at some point, um, we, like, we, we've gotten so many requests to talk about Harry Potter. It's ridiculous yeah. how many requests we have gotten which is, to talk about which Harry Which is Potter. funny to me. I, I guess I knew people were passionate about the films, yeah. but I, I've, been a, I've been a pretty big Potter fan myself for a yeah. very long time. I, yeah, that I was like when I... I actually got on the boat on time. Uh, okay. I started reading those when I was in first grade. And, um, they, the, only the first three books were out and only the first mm-hmm. movie was out, I think. Okay. Maybe. I don't know if that timeline's messed up, whatever. But basically the point is I grew up reading the books as they came out and watching okay. the movies as they came out and got to be, that was my first real, like, franchise that I was a fan of. Uh-huh. Um, but... Um. It's, I think it's funny, because I'm such a book fiend for those. I think it's funny that people are so passionate about the films. Yeah. I, um, op- complete opposite experience, read all the books and watched all the movies in the span of uh, three weeks. Wow. <laughs> so, in high school, yeah. So, I experienced it all at once and got really into it all at once, which is just how I am. I uh, get mm-hmm. very into things completely wholeheartedly for, like, a very short chunk of time, like, all at once. Yeah. Um, 
so I I think that we um like in the future, you know, we might do a Harry Potter episode just because I mean I feel like with every topic we have, someone mentions Harry Potter. Whether yeah, it's like movies absolutely. that like make you happy or um like mo- I I mean what movies else? I mean just topics we should talk about. People are like talking yeah. about Harry Potter. Yeah, anytime we're like, hey, topics, please, we'd be like, Harry Potter, the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> um, so we will probably talk about that. What I specifically want to talk about right now is Fantastic Beasts. Oh, man. The exact wrong way to do which is, a new trilogy. Yeah, which is just making me so... A, a, tr- a trilogy. There are five Fantastic oh, no. Beasts movies. Why did you remind yeah. me of that? What is that called? A quintillity? <laughs> remember the disney channel original movie like the quince quince tuplets or whatever <laughs> i don't know um but yeah no there's gonna be five fantastic beast movies um that hurted the most like stellar performances from an incredible cast for such an awful script with awful directing weird editing weird vibes like just weird choices doesn't make any sense and this is just like years and years later jk rowling still trying to give us little snippets of these characters that yes we love and we grew up with but we don't need all no. of this we don't need this and i'm so sick of her period period <laughs> <laughs> that's it there you go i Oh, I really cannot deal with JK as a person. Um, yeah. She is so... it, The retconning of, like, more progressive ideals into Harry Potter when uh-huh. she made no effort to put them in there yeah, in the first place absolutely. is, like, the most frustrating thing to me. There was, like... Yeah. There was some kind of, like, random... It was, like, a... Like, a... You know, one of those, like, put in your birthday and find out yeah. your JK Rowling... Uh, liberal retcon and it was like yeah. <laughs> Dobby yeah. is a sex worker <laughs> oh my goodness I just these things were like it doesn't make any sense to me why like why she is still giving us tidbits of these characters that she was too afraid to e- either too afraid to write them in the original story or she didn't think about them until, like, literally a week ago when she decided to tweet about it. Or maybe <laughs> she just didn't think we, as a society, back in the day, could handle the fact that wizards oh poop themselves. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just, I cannot deal. And then, just, and then, but the thing is, is you would think that because she's like this, that maybe, like, Fantastic Beasts would be, like... I don't know, better about it. An but expansion she's still, of the lore. She's still doing the same thing and what she is too afraid to put, to say in the movie what she says in her interviews. Yeah, she like, like and she had this weird, th- I, there was a really great comment from someone that was like, uh, JK, maybe don't bring up the fact that there were wizards during World War II that could have stopped the Holocaust. <laughs> right? Like, and put the I, good guys on the side of trying to cause the Holocaust. Oh that might goodness. give you some trouble, sweetie. And she just, she has to bring that Nazi allegory in there. She has to oh be, like, gosh. she is the craziest woman. I'm like, stop ruining your own stuff. I know. And it's, it's so, it's genuinely so sad. And like, I, you know... 
people make fun of Potterheads, and it's like, good, you know, mm-hmm. we are nerdy as heck, and we did lose ourselves in this huge, like, magical universe, <laughs> and like, fine, it was beautifully good, whatever. Crafted, That's you know? great. That's fine. Yeah. However, people are always like, oh, like, you Harry Potter fans, like, really don't know how to let go of Harry Potter. That was your childhood. Like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's just keep in mind, it is the author that does not know Yeah, we're to trying let to let go. I'm we're done. trying to let it be its own thing and to be like, I loved this in my childhood. I might revisit it again years later, you know, maybe, I mean, who knows. The only thing. But J.K. Rowling, oh my goodness. The only sequels that, or prequels or whatever with Harry Potter that I've ever thought would be appropriate is to do. The Marauders. Back, yeah, the Marauders. Back when yeah. Harry's parents were kids with Sirius and Remus. Yes. That is the only... I've always wanted to see that. That's the only warranted sequel to me, because it does add to yeah. lore. It's a huge part of the mm-hmm. books, so you can and really... And we are so fascinated by those characters. And we know how... We know they all meet tragic ends. But at the same time, I think you could really add to the series. It's not about, yeah. you know, knowing what's going to happen. Um, it's about Listen. developing these characters who have been dead since the very first book of right. Harry Potter. I have read really freaking great fan fiction mm-hmm. about that era of harry potter yeah jk and just as, and, and i and i'm like listen i'm like you had like all this beautiful world and these characters you could have written about you could have even written about their children going through yeah Hogwarts. like that's a cool concept and we're out here going we would really love a story about lily and james and sirius and remus and or we would really love you know this like movie about albus you know like whatever their children's names are and then <laughs> she's like but get this, what about Eddie Redmayne and some lizards? But get this, what about a stage play? <laughs> oh no, I forgot about that! <laughs> oh no! And that is, that is a story about their children, but not in the way that any of us asked for it. Nope. Oh no. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you something. Um, I was really excited about that book, bought it when it came out, read three pages of it on a plane, and considered leaving it on the plane. Wow. Like, I was absolutely done. I, was I read just the like, whole I, thing I, I and was very it. engrossed, but the time travel stuff, I began to hate mm-hmm. it very quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think um, a really big um, downfall to it is that she is a great novel writer and really great at building the world in these books and building the thoughts of the characters out and, mm-hmm. you know, but Their that's very different from writing screenplays. Like, you can tell that the Fantastic Beast movies are written by someone who normally writes books. Oh, yeah. And, and not in a good way. There is a reason why authors do not write the screenplays to their own movies. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. And if she There's had given it to anyone to else, I think you yeah. could do some cool stuff. You could do some cool stuff. Because, like, gosh dang it, the Fantastic Beast movies, if nothing else, are beautiful. Like the uh-huh. like the the monsters are super cool. Like the world is like dark and like twisty and like you know like interesting. But uh-huh. it gets really weird and, and lost like, in the weeds. And it's so the dialogue is awful. There are scenes where you could have taken the lines of dialogue and switched them around uh-huh. with all of the characters, and you would have noticed no difference. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so weird. Like nobody has any weird. Uh, like they all have weird motivations, and it's very. Yeah, it's just not good. I. Yeah, 
It's so sad. I just want to just kill it, JK. Just pull the plug. Yeah, I would be fine if they just didn't make any more of the Fantastic Beast movies, but they will, and that's, you know, I'm going to watch every single one of them, and the I first, hate myself for it. The first movie my boyfriend and I ever saw on a date together was Fantastic Beasts, and, <gasps> and I walked out of it being like, that was terrible, and he was like, and this was the first time he ever saw, like, me get all criticky, and then yeah. um, now he, he has gotten to where he really values, like, looking into movies and insight and it's yeah. so sweet but um ah uh. but he we walked out and I was like I really hated that like when Colin Farrell who is one of my oh, favorite actors of all time my gosh and he's doing an amazing job that whole film oh yeah he absolutely. is menacing he incredible is, he is great genuinely terrified me yes when he dissolves into Johnny Depp <laughs> I said oh no oh no, no. out loud I said Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. It was, no. like, a nightmare. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, when when you have a whole movie um, that is titled The Crimes of Grindelwald, however, half of your characters for some of the movie say Grindelwald and the other half for other parts of the movie say Grindelwald. Yeah. And that is not the biggest problem you have and you barely notice it because of all the crazy stuff that the title character's name is pronounced differently the whole movie. When not you to don't mention, even care about that. Yeah, not to mention an, oh. the crimes of Grindelwald are domestic abuse, so... Right, absolutely. So it's like, what... I, so, JK, you're going to be all progressive, but you're going to put Johnny Depp in your movie. And defend it. Cool. Like, fully defend it, too. Cool. Sounds Great. good. I watched a video of him throwing a bottle of wine at his wife. But oh cool. I just... So... It drives me nuts, man. I kill yeah. it already. We're not fans. Kill it. Um, yeah. So, let's just kind of talk about... I mean, we've, we've also got some remakes coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that... sequels. Yeah, oh, wait. sequels, remakes, reboots, whatever, um, that are going to be coming out. They're making another Kingsman movie. I did not like the second one. I hated the second one. Love Honestly, the first one. The first one, I think, the first one, I think, if they had never made a second Kingsman movie, the first one would have gone down as a classic. And in, like, 50 or so years, people would have looked at the first Kingsman movie as a classic spy movie. Mm-hmm. Um that was super subversive and just completely different and in- just incredible. But I think because they did the second one, they reduced the quality of the first one into being a part of this like campy franchise that now there's going to be a third one for no good reason. I actually, the second one made me doubt how good the first one was. Okay. Yeah. That's not what you want a sequel to do, by the way. And Hollywood. I know that I said that like, it's totally, um, Stupid! It's stupid to worry about a sequel uh, ruining the ones before. But to mm-hmm. me, that's more in the sense of movies that weren't taking themselves seriously in the first place. Right, yeah, yeah. Kingsman was a serious spy movie, and it, it was, was very yeah, good. It was incredible. And um, the second one, yeah, actively made me question how I felt about mm-hmm. the first one. I was like, yeah. was it actually that good? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm sorry, but if you tell me at the, you know, in your movie that... Well, if you tell me at the very beginning of your movie that characters that have died before will be back in this one, mm-hmm. and then later in the movie you also tell me that a beloved character that we watched die didn't because you have technology to bring them back from the dead, then every death in the rest of the movie means absolutely nothing. Yeah, to no me. stakes. 
absolutely no stakes. You got rid of all the stakes. And one of the things I loved about the first one was, in fact, the the stakes. stakes. Like, you were like, oh, they are killing off characters. Wow, okay, like, good on you guys, you know? But, you know, I think the very end of the first one gave us a glimpse into the fact that toward toward after they made that great first hour and 20 minutes, they lost it because... The very end of that movie yeah. makes me frustrated beyond belief. It's so yeah. gross and such a strange scene. Yeah. That yeah, he, I like, think... gets a girl to do anal with him. It's yeah. so weird. It's super weird. And then that, and her character in the first one I loved, in the second one, there she has zero point. Mm-hmm. She is still there, and there's no point. It's just, it's very strange, that second one, and I don't know why they're making a third one. Like, I genuinely do not understand. Yeah. I don't know. Because in the third one, all that's going to happen is all the people that died in the second one are going to come back. <laughs> yeah. It's all that's going to, it's just going to keep happening. They're and if they don't, you're going to be like, them back. and if they don't, you're going to be like, well, why? Why didn't yeah, they bring I'm that one like, back? Wait, so you cared enough to bring this one back, but not that one? Yeah. And like, so how do we choose lives here then? <laughs> like what, what lives matter in this universe? <laughs> Gosh dang it. Yeah. Um, another one that I'm kind of annoyed with is A Quieter Place. A silent place. <laughs> a loud place. Ooh, switch it Ooh, up. Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think I the first one. I would watch a movie one, called A Loud Place. I wouldn't. It's that just really stresses me out. <laughs> it's just Emily Blunt yelling. I'm noise phobic. About all of her Oscar snubs. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't think this is necessary. I mean, like, good yeah. for John Where that he's going to get to make another movie. Yeah. Unless they follow a completely different family, I don't see anywhere for them to go. I'm, yeah, I'm interested in why John Krasinski chose to, for his sophomore um, film, instead of doing another, like, beautiful, like, original story, just doing this again. Like, I want to know what made him, like, I I feel like I I trust him as an Mm -hmm. artist, like, as a creator, so, like, I I feel like there has to be a reason why he decided to keep going with this story rather than doing a different story, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just curious, I don't know. Um, another remake that is coming out this year, um, is Little Women, directed Mm -hmm. by Greta Gerwig, our queen, and already with Saoirse and Timmy in it, so I'm excited uh, yeah. I love Little Women. I love that story. I love the characters. I love everything about Little Women. I love everything about Greta Gerwig. And I love Saoirse, and I love Timothy, and I am excited. However, um, I'm interested to see what she does with this, because gosh dang it, Little Women has been made a million times. Yeah, and it's weird. Like, public domain stuff like that gets made often. We talked about Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And things like that. But, um, I mean, you can bring a fresh take to it. Um, yeah. I, I think apparently she's trying. It's supposed to be very, like, modern world mm-hmm. little women. Which, um, I mean, I'm I'm curious, if nothing else. Um, so, we want to end this on just two, for each of us, um, a sequel that we think just deserves everything <laughs> that came out very recently these that came out recently yes these yes. are both new releases still in theaters yeah. so i will not be spoiling mine personally yep same um, here yeah we're just encouraging I, will, you. I do want everyone to go and see it still in theaters yes yeah, so. we're encouraging you that 
it's the you know it's that beginning of the year after the oscar slump but there's still some great stuff out there yeah absolutely and also we just we are also just trying to end on this note of like you know as much as we can get really frustrated at big hollywood studios for like just wanting money um, Mm -hmm. and making these sequels that literally no one asked for um every once in a while there's there are franchises that just you know they do it right and we want to be able to praise them for that Mm -hmm. because you know good for them because you know they listen to this podcast and we just want to make sure that they pats on the back for you no (laughs) but sincerely um people who it is a very easy way to get funded if you did a good job the first time and you want to make another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very easy way to get funded. Um, and so we appreciate y'all for making the effort um, and still going the extra mile after you've made a fantastic film. So um, my movie is Happy Death Day to You. Yeah, so tell tell me a little bit about, because I haven't seen this um, or the first one. So tell me about like just this franchise a bit um, and what what this movie is without spoiling so the first movie is uh i like to say like groundhog day but with murder oh good um and jessica roth steals the entire film she plays the lead tree gelman and she is hysterically funny has an amazing personality she's such a great actress um and she has this very like almost like sorority girl physicality which she plays a sorority girl (laughs) in the films okay but and she, like, I don't know, she just plays these death scenes so hilariously. And, you know, she keeps coming back every day after she gets killed until she finds the person who's murdering her. Mm-hmm. That's the premise of the first one. So the second one picks up literally the day that the first one let off. Um, but there's good reason for that. Um, okay. And basically, I, I don't want to give much away about the premise at all. Uh, right. It works as a standalone film because Tree explains what happened in the first film in the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of funny. Um, the best sequence of the year so far has been Tree having to uh, cre- kill herself in creative ways, set to Paramore's Hard Times. What? Great. It's, it went much more sci-fi, but it still got that horror element. I thought it was so fun. It's way more Wes Craven than John Carpenter. It's like not serious mm-hmm. about itself. It's just having a good time. I thought the first one was a darn near perfect movie in terms of setting out to do something and doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And just being an effective horror film, a great, good laughs, like Mm -hmm. very, very funny. Um, And I didn't think it needed a sequel, but at the same time, this one is really great. Um, Oh, that's great. And it expands on the characters, expands on, like, it kind of explains what happens in the first film, which was my number one problem with the first film was that Though it's a great story and, like, maybe you don't need to explain everything, um, I would like to know why Tree is in a time loop. Right. And it, it's never explained in the first one. It's explained okay. right away in the second one. And okay. so it's so very... So they fixed a problem that they saw that they Kind had. of, yeah. Okay. Um, it's just a blast. I love watching Jessica Roth. I think she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to see her do more stuff because as a kind of a final girl um, in these films, kind of the only girl getting murdered, she... Oh, she is hilarious and takes it so well, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy her character. I think she's a fantastic actress. Um, so do you want more of these movies? You know what? As someone with an affinity for 
you know, a good old nightmare romp. Right. However many movies you want to do. Heck yeah. It's, it's, bring back that slasher moment of, like, doing one every two years. I'm a fan. They don't have to worry about ruining it because it's not that deep. Okay. It's not that that. serious. Like, when I call it a perfect film, it's not because it's The Godfather. Right. You know? It's because it set out to do something. It does it very effectively, way better than it has any right to be, and it's just a great time. I would watch it over and over and over again. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. So what is your... Um, sequel. Yeah. So I would like to talk about How how to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, uh, which is the last of the How to Train Your Dragon series. And I would like to say the only problems at all that I have with these movies are Mm -hmm. what I was talking about earlier with, like, the, like, weird title switch-ups. Yeah. Like, for it to be How to Train Your Dragon, How to Train Your Dragon 2, I would have loved for it to just be How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yeah. Like, just keep it, you know, simple, whatever. Yeah. But so that's they look good in my the hidden world. <laughs> bookshelf. Yeah, I just, I want it, I just, I want you to keep your franchise titles, like, pretty cohesive. Um, but when that's my only problem. <laughs> yeah, no trilogy, doubt. Yeah, it's like, okay, sure. So, um, the only um, times that I have cried as much in a theater as I did with How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, uh, was with How to Train Your Dragon and How to Train Your Dragon 2. <laughs> Those are the top three, like, most movie cries mm-hmm. I've, I've ever had in my life. Um, and mind you, the first, like, the first two, I cried in the safety of, like, not a movie theater, like, at a friend's mm-hmm. home. Um and I was just completely crying and just let loose. Mm-hmm. Did the same exact thing in the movie theater, but there were also grown men around me sniffling as well. Oh, and I yeah. love that. Love that. Um, so these movies um, star our hero, Hiccup, um, who dreams of this world where his people that he leads, the Vikings and these dragons, can um, can coexist, but like not just coexist, but actually like share a home and have a relationship with each other, and like mm-hmm. to fly these dragons. And he's just always been fascinated um, by dragons and befriending them and um, working together with them but um, throughout this entire trilogy we kind of see Hiccup and his dragon Toothless bonding with each other and they try to convince everyone else around them that the this like world that um, that Hiccup has been dreaming of since he was a kid is is very possible mm-hmm. um, we've got our queen Astrid um, which is vo- who is voiced by America Ferreira, um, who plays Hiccup's girl, well, first, um, like, enemy, then friend, then girlfriend, then fiancé, then wife. Um, and so... Wow, a this, whole we, transition. We, I mean, we get to see the entire relationship develop over the course of three movies, and that's so beautiful. Um, the, these movies are visually stunning. Like, I have, like... Yes, I cry a lot at these movies from the emotions of it all, mm-hmm. but I also find myself crying when nothing is happening and they're just on their dragons flying through the sky mm-hmm. and it's sunset and the animation of the sunset behind the water and with the clouds mm-hmm. in the sky is so beautiful that I tear up mm-hmm. like in the same way that I see a beautiful sunset in actual real life. Like this animation's gorgeous, mm-hmm. the score is beautiful. 
this franchise since the beginning time and time again has been giving us multiple strong and dynamic female characters Mm -hmm. this whole time and bearing in mind like i am not one to believe that animation is only for kids obviously no yeah Um, not at all right but like for this to have such a wide like family audience like for children to love it just as much as their parents to love it Mm -hmm. and then for these children to see these female characters throughout these movies incredible um and it also has the perfect balance and the perfect variation of every type of relationship dynamics like whether it's like friendship or like family dynamics romantic ones your frenemies Mm -hmm. your like absolute enemies and dealing with them or like leadership and like how to lead people and like whatever kind of relationship dynamic you want to teach a lesson on these movies do it all across the board in Mm -hmm. the best way um and I, 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 I will, I will fight for these movies. Like if anyone tells me that they are not good, I will absolutely get into it and probably talk for like a whole hour. Just and it's so funny because it's such a divergence from the source material, and I think that's a yeah. good thing. Yeah, I love that. I love it. They did. A, they did a really good job. Um, I think that How to Train Your Dragon: Hidden World is the perfect ending to a trilogy. Awesome. Like the absolute like seriously name every single trilogy that you could think of and i will compare how they end with how this trilogy ends and this will win over every one of them wow like this is how you wrap up the a trilogy Mm -hmm. it it gives us closure it gives us absolute like i there are plenty of ends of trilogies that i've walked out of the theater going so they're going to make more, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, they're not done yet. Um, or what happened to this one? Or what happened to this character? Or are they okay? Or whatever. Walked away from this movie feeling completely content with where I knew the characters were. Um, it's like the knew... Parks and Rec finale. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, it didn't feel rushed, though. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel yeah. like the like the goal of this movie wasn't to give us closure. It just happened because the writing already made sense oh. and was already there. Like, they they didn't... It's kind of like... Um, um, like, that's a good example of, like, some TV shows that are like, okay, well, we have to put these episodes in because we have to give them closure, and that's the point of them. That wasn't the point of this movie. The point of this movie was that the story just logically took them here to this part of their lives and it just made sense like and that's what i love about it Mm it's like we know that our people are going to be fine um it's beautiful it's like a little bit sad but and but more than anything it's real like it all makes sense um and i don't know i think i love that this movie too like it kind of does what um avengers infinity war <laughs> did and i feel weird about comparing it to that where avengers infinity war wasted no time catching you up on what's going on right they were like listen we've got a lot to get through <laughs> in the next two hours we're just gonna boom hit it and do it and do it and do it and what we're not gonna spend time trying to recap this movie mm-hmm. did the same thing they were like we're not about to take away from this story just to recap past stories. It's on you if you want to rewatch the first two and, you know, catch up. Mm-hmm. We're not going to waste any time doing that. We're going right into the story. We're doing it. So, like, I feel like as a standalone movie, um, some pe- like, you have to watch the first two. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think that that's okay because they did such a great job really fully building 
um, these characters throughout the whole movie, um, or throughout the whole entire trilogy. Um, yeah, I think it ended really well. It gave really great callbacks to the first two movies without going, like, out of their way to do it in, like, a campy way. Um, there's, like, mm-hmm. a scene, um, in the very first one where he, like, gets on his dragon for the first time and they're soaring through the sky and, like, Toothless does a little, like, upside-down moment and he's, like, looking at Toothless upside-down. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, like, oh, to I this very... That. Yeah, and it's to this, like, song... And that same thing happens in this last movie where they're flying through the sky and Toothless goes upside down and you hear the same song and it just brings up all these emotions. It's so beautiful. Um, And, like, I think the most important part is it stays true to the characters Mm -hmm. the entire trilogy. Like, yes, they grow. Yes, they learn lessons. Yes, they get better. Yes, they sometimes, like, make mistakes. But throughout the whole trilogy, they're the same characters. Very cool. I really love that. Yeah. Well, those are two recent releases that y'all should definitely check out. Um, I have a surprise for you. I do have a BuzzFeed quiz. <gasps> Whoa! Okay. Happy so, birthday to me. Happy death day yes. to me. <laughs> Happy death day to you. <laughs> so um, I love that title, by the way. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's I was, so funny. When I, when I heard that that was going to be the title, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's clever. <laughs> and that's a trademark of a film not taking itself too seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Love it. But, but okay. then they have to, like, continue with the, like, pun <laughs> like, yes. for the rest of the franchise, and you're like, oh, gosh, guys, what are you doing? I don't know how they would do a three. That would be hard. Yeah, I know. Um, but, okay, so on the topic of franchises, since y'all mm-hmm. are probably irritated we didn't talk too much MCU, this Would You Rather <laughs> quiz will determine which Marvel film matches your personality. Yes. Okay, and who are we taking it as? Oh, I think it should be a Skywalker. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Maybe Leia? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we know Leia pretty well. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> okay, so which team would you rather join? Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Do you know, I, I don't know if we've discussed this before, and I kind of have a feeling we would disagree. Should we say it, like, on the count of three, like, which one we would we would go for are we talking ideologically or because we love the people i'm i'm talking if i were an avenger <laughs> okay ideologically I was in this world whose team would i join yeah okay ready one one two two three, three. Iron Man. oh no this makes a lot of sense because i'm a libertarian and you're <laughs> socialist leaning like we, it's fine you can say it <laughs> more regulation my dad's going to text me once he hears this podcast and go you're what <laughs> you don't have to you can cut that if you want <laughs> no i'm fine okay no but um, so um team cap is anti-regulation yeah. so ideologically i would have to be with them but uh and i I'm love very, the people like, in iron man I, so much uh, but I'm also very, like, Iron Man's like, yeah, we've messed up a lot, guys. <laughs> like, we do need supervision. We have strong powers. We have literal gods on our team. We need yeah. somebody to tell us what to do. Oh, no, this is... Should we phone a friend? <laughs> this is a real <laughs> disagreement here. Guys, this is the first... Oh, no. Okay. Okay, so what is... Uh, what would Leia do? What does Leia do? Okay, let's be real. She'd be Team Cap all the way. She would be Team Cap, 100%. She's a flippin' rebel. Yes. She, yeah. she would be Team Cap. She's okay. absolutely Team Cap. I'm willing to say that for sure. Okay. I just was really interested to know, like, what our responses would be. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Who would you rather punch? 
Vulture or Ego the Living Planet? (gasps) Okay, we're thinking Princess Leia. (laughs) We're thinking Princess Leia. Oh my goodness. I mean, this question is kind of dumb to me because I really think that Vulture is just trying to do what's best for his kid. And Ego is a psychopathic evil planet. That's kind of Uh, not a good match. (laughs) Right. So, but I think um, Princess Leia-wise... She would probably, like, have a full conversation with Vulture and be like, all right, well, let's figure out how to get everyone what they want then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'd, like, walk away from it winning. Like, uh, let's be real. She yeah, she, she would punch she Ego. She has all the balls to punch Ego, yeah. Because <laughs> he's evil and wants to kill people. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Who would you rather kiss? Black Widow or Bruce Banner? <gasps> oh, she would go for Black Widow over Bruce Banner. Let's be real. <laughs> Um, yeah. She she goes for the ones that aggravate her. She doesn't like these awkward men. Like, that's not really her thing. She's into the brash people. She's into the just not her brother. Yeah. Jeez, don't even get me started. George Lucas had no idea what he was doing. He was so lucky it turned out as good as it did. I know. I'm like, you better be glad you didn't cross a line because (laughs) otherwise your movies would have not aged well. Nope. (laughs) Yep. Okay, who would you rather play pool with? Thor? Oh my gosh, I just Or Loki. <laughs> Loki. She would so play with Loki. Do you think? I think. I mean, she likes mischievous people, I suppose. She loves mischief. Come on, she loves solo. <laughs> like, I mean, Thor's a little right. dopey. Yeah. And they'd have really intellectual conversations her and Loki would. Oh yeah, absolutely. They would they yeah, I think I think she would have fun, like, play, like, with some competition with mm-hmm. Loki. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, who would, would you like, rather... try and, yeah. like, sneak win, and she would not let it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, who would you rather have a slumber party with? <gasps> okay. Gamora or Okoye? Oh, Okoye, come on. You think? You think You think Gamora? Okoye is both, very like, serious queens. about her job, I feel like. They're both space queens? Yeah. Okay, I like, like that. Well, the, I, I Gamora's immediately fun. thought... Yeah, I immediately just thought Okoye because, like, imagine these two strong females, like, just sitting there, like, discussing, like, battle strategies. And leadership, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I can see either. They're all great, wonderful, strong women. Wow. Why can't they all have a sleepover, slumber party? Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm fine with Gamora. They would be, oh, can you imagine, like, <laughs> okay. Oh, Ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Pitch me. Princess. Okay, so I'm going to pitch you this movie. Princess Leia and Gamora are having a sleepover, as you do. As you um, do. Gamora's helping Princess Leia with her braid buns, you know. Um, and Princess Leia's like, I've got some issues with my dad happening right now. <laughs> he um, is doing this thing where he just wants to destroy entire planets, and I just can't understand. And, and Gamora's like, like, oh, honey. Dang, same. <laughs> She's like, my dad is also destroying half, half the of universe. <laughs> Maybe not entire ones, um, but half of them at least. <laughs> and they just bond over this. Daddy thing. issues. Exactly. And then um, they both also discuss just the stupid men that they are in love with who love piloting spaceships. And are so dopey. Wow. Best pilots in the galaxy. Great. 
That's wow. it. Best pilots in the galaxy. So many got Star Lord and Han Solo coming in. Imagine a double date. I'm shook. <laughs> I'm into it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> what would you rather wield? Mjolnir or Cap's shield? <gasps> Mjolnir. Okay. Mjolnir, yeah. No Cap's shield doesn't yeah, do interdimensional a, travel. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she's not on the defense here. She's fully on the offense. Oh, she's 100%. Yeah, absolutely. It's Mjolnir. Cap's shield yes. is lame. What place would you rather visit? Asgard or Xandar? Oh. She'd have fun anywhere. Let's, I mean. Yeah, she's a, she's a traveler. She, she, I mean, she is the princess of the entire, like, galaxy. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's be real. Um, Xandar is so bureaucratic. I think. I, she would have a fun, fun time at Asgard. For sure. And they have a king, you know, so yeah, it's more of a monarchy what she's used to. Right. She could see one of Loki's plays. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fun. She'd love a good play. <laughs> okay. Which song would you rather jam to? Leia. Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede or Iron Man by Black Sabbath? <laughs> you, I don't know. I think she's kind of a rock and roll sort of gal. I could see that, absolutely. I'm going to go with yes. Black Sabbath. I could Do see it. her jamming. Oh, who would you rather snuggle? Rocket oh, Raccoon or Baby Groot? Oh, okay, listen. Leia loves an Ewok. Yes. And the closest thing to that is Rocket. Yeah, but he's a sarcastic Ewok, so even better. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Definitely rather snuggle Rocket Raccoon. Okay. Okay. Which path would you rather take? Frozen in ice for 70 years. (laughs) That's ironic. Or space jump 700 times. Okay. Well, she has seen the love of her life frozen. Ooh. Seems like she doesn't want that traumatic experience. No, that's traumatic. And space jump 700. all the time. Yeah, and space (laughs) jump 700 times, you just, you recover immediately. Yeah. You just have some goofy faces. Yeah. She does that all the time. It's fine. Yeah, space jump 700 times for sure. Just go into hyperspeed. (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) Which species would you rather procreate with? Oh my goodness. Cree or the Sovereigns? Oh my gosh. That's weird. That's a weird question. That is a weird question. Um, I mean, Kree is like... Kree Kree is like the... Ronin, but also it's like Brie Larson. What is, what is the best for, like, democracy? <laughs> Probably the Sovereign? Just Aren't they like a hive mind? Yeah, let's know. just go Sovereign. Yeah, why not? Adam Warlock. Okay. Who would you rather have as a BFF? Bucky or Jarvis? Imagine Bucky and Princess Leia on adventures throughout the galaxy. Where she's constantly taking care of people around her who have fake arms. Wow. It all connects. There's so much overlap. They meet at space uh, armless rehab. Yeah, uh-huh. Good. Where she has just... taken Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love Jarvis, but I gotta go with... Yeah, absolutely. She's a people people. Oh, yeah. And he's also just my favorite character. I do love Jarvis, though, Jarvis, a lot. So. 
Oh, I was talking about Bucky, but that's fine. Okay, which non-MCU Marvel character would you rather see with the Avengers? Deadpool or Wolverine? Deadpool. Deadpool. I think that's universal. That's not... Mm -hmm. That's not a question. Like Wolverine Leia just gives a whole different kind of energy. <laughs> Leia and also every other person in the entire world would want, would want Deadpool. Yeah. In the whole galaxy. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's four more questions. Okay. Which suit would you rather wear? Um, the shrinking suit? Hank Pym's suit? You know? Or mm. the wings from Rhodey? Mm. Is that Rhodey? That's not what, Rhodey. The wings? Is that Falcon? Falcon, yeah. Never um, mind. I was so wrong. Um, Rhodey is a different person. Um, I mean, she doesn't have much use for flight in space. Yeah, there was that weird scene in The Last Jedi where she did fly through space. So she can already do that. Using the Force. <laughs> yeah. She can already do that. She, Shrinking. Yeah, fine. Yeah, let her shrink. Let her get bigger. <laughs> or get bigger. Just big. Big Leia. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, never mind. We don't have time to talk about um, big Luke and little Luke. Oh, I have seen that, though. And it's hilarious. Yeah, we do not have the time. Okay. <laughs> Who would you rather marry? Scarlet Witch or Vision? Scarlet. Scarlet Witch. I don't she know why anybody would ever want to marry Vision. Yeah, that really freaks me out. That's I creepy. I don't, I really don't like that at all. Yeah. We'll just pretend, like, yeah. no. Okay. No. Who would no. you rather go to karaoke with? Shuri <laughs> or Tom Holland Spider-Man? <gasps> oh, no, this is so difficult. That's really hard because I love both of them very much. Me too. But she would love, she would, oh, she'd want, she'd love Shuri. If she met Shuri, she'd be like. Yeah, I'll she, take you under my wing, girl. Like let's she, let's both be princesses together. Not on the same like plane, obviously, but they both have really cool braids. <laughs> yes. From the picture I'm looking at of Shuri right go. now, they both have really cool braids. Shuri, absolutely. So yeah, I could see like a like big sister, little sister mentorship thing going on. Just there. the earnestness that she had when Ray came around was like, I haven't seen a woman in thirty years. <laughs> girl, talk, please. <laughs> yes. Which Marvel director would you rather have a long lunch with? Taika Waititi or Ryan Coogler? I'm such a Taika fangirl. I love Taika so much. She would love his humor. Yeah. I had a friend, yeah. I, I forced a friend to watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows with me the other day. Oh my gosh. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. are you ready? She has, yeah. Okay. The Marvel film that matches Leia's personality is Thor Ragnarok. Oh! The description oh. is... You love kicking butt, taking names, yes. and cracking yes. jokes. You have yes. a complicated relationship with your family, but you never ah. let your troubles get you down. Ah. It's it's very true. It's perfect! Princess Leia. Thor Ragnarok. Wow! It's perfect. I never realized how much Space Marvel and Star Wars... We're so alike. They really, really are. Um, I will post wow. this link on my Twitter, or on the mm -hmm. Cinema Rolls Twitter, so y'all can take yeah. the uh, the BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, I think yeah. that one was really fun. It's super long and thorough, but really fun. They they really wanted to make sure they could accurately say. Well, there's so many. One. you got to have a lot yeah. of options. There's so many. You're right. I love it. Yay! Well, yay! 
Well, you know what? This is a more fun episode than the last one. It was very relaxing. I'm so ready to work all night on my thesis. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, tune in next time when we watch Captain Marvel and just go crazy. Um, the last time we both watched a superhero movie and then recorded a podcast right after we recorded for two hours so woohoo we'll see how this goes get ready Um, i'm very excited um i'm seeing it at seven and then turning right around and seeing it at 10 (laughs) so good it's gonna be a fun night is that the movie that you're excited i mean i've already said that i was excited for. yeah that's the movie we're excited for 100 percent. it's already been my answer and uh it's just going to have to be my answer again. I think it's already been your answer, too, but who cares? <laughs> We're ready for this female-led Marvel movie. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. We're so excited. Let's go. Can't let the fanboys bring you down. <laughs> never. They can bring that Rotten Tomatoes score, but they can Ugh. never bring our hearts. Okay. Okay. Uh, you tried. <laughs> that being said, check us out on Twitter at Pod. Yep, send us emails at cinemarolespod at gmail.com. Um, we want to read emails from you guys. Yeah. I, love, I love emails sometimes. It's like snail um, mail, but now an instant. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so emails, email companies, and gas companies. Feel free to reach out. Uh, we'll do a lot of your marketing for you. It honestly, it writes itself. It does. <laughs> Yeah. That is how the cinema roll to you rolls. Okay, cinema rolls the hidden cinnamon roll. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The name of it is just Thor. (laughs) I love how Thor is just like he is the hidden cinema roll. Thor. Yep. Aw, love him. Um. All right. Well. Goodbye, guys. Dubai. Bye. 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 Bye.